Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 18th of May, 2017. This is The Gap, episode 370. I'm Luke Laurie and Joe Gorey is here. How you going? You just call me Joe Gorey. Gorey. Do it again. Do it again. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Today is Thursday, the 18th of May, 2017. This is The Gap, episode 370. Joe Gilroy is here. I'm Luke Laurie. Much better. And uh, this is The Gap. Yeah, that that is us. We're starting again. Oh, well, it's ridiculous. Just ridiculous. It's you know, crazy. all I ask for is that you pronounce my fucking name correctly. No, uh, not when I've got chicken in my mouth. What, are you eating fucking KFC again? No, I'm eating um, yeah, uh, pad thai. Chicken pad thai. Oh, okay. Because it's the only thing that's around here that's like, well, I thought would be quick, but it took a lot longer than what I thought. But also I had Mexican recently. I don't feel good going to the Mexican place like multiple times in a week uh you don't want them to like judge you like i already go there a lot right yeah you do you love that place even and it's, like, it's great it's so good like middle tier uh mexican which one's your favorite g-y-a-g no it's fucking sambreros is the best well there's not a sambreros around here is there i'm not saying there is i'm just saying you're still you're like a very active patron of a middle tier fucking Mexican place. That's all. Like you should, I don't know. You could go somewhere else. You could go to that walk on in. That's what Is I that- got. Oh, but it took too long. How long does it take? Like just, they're just stir fries, fucking noodles. Hmm. They've got like it's not like they have to. Oh my god, that's weird. It took them like twenty five fucking minutes. So I got there because I was I was running late from work. Um, but I thought, oh well, at least if I get noodles, like I'll be good. They usually take like five minutes. Um, the other week, yeah, listen, the other week he uh, he got KFC because he oh, so good he passes it on his way home from work. Mm. He didn't even think to ask if I'd like some, even though I could very easily come pick up some chicken. Unbelievable! I haven't had KFC. I think in three years at this point. What the it's fuck? It's got to be close to three years. Look, let's pause the podcast and get some KFC. <laughs> It's just, it's just, you know, it's heart wrenching. I, I can't. No way. It's got to be more. That's not, not right. Three years. Yeah, yeah for, like legit. Because when I, whenever, like, whenever I'm somewhere where I could get KFC, hmm. I'm like going somewhere else for food. I'm already on my way to somewhere for food, and I can't just stop off and get some fucking KFC. On what, the way what about there. when we went and saw like Assassins? Was it Assassins Creed, or we went and saw something? Oh, maybe. Did you get KFC then? I'm pretty sure you did. Are you lying I to everybody, fu- Joe? I got fucking super drunk then. So, I might have gotten KFC. <laughs> but I also fell asleep in that movie. So, yeah, I don't think it counts. I, I, like, I clearly don't You've remember. You've got to remember so, the taste. Yeah, exactly. I, I haven't <laughs> had KFC in a state that I can remember in three years. I don't think it counts. Yeah, everyone eats KFC when they're drunk, right? Like, come on. Anyway... Um, speaking of food, I was in Melbourne on the weekend. Yeah, do they uh, have food in Melbourne? They do have food in Melbourne. Actually, uh, I, I decided to, you know, once and for all, seeing how I am literally, well, we're, I guess, both uh, around the corner from the best fucking coffee in Australia. Yeah. Uh, like the roast, the bean roasting facility of the best coffee in Australia. We're like just down the road from it. Um, so I figured I'd go and, uh, you know, sort this fucking coffee 
situation out once and for all. Everyone's all like, always like, oh, Melbourne's got the best coffee. It's better than Sydney. Oh, Sydney coffee tastes like trash. I think it's that's just shit. one person that does that. No, no, it's heaps. <laughs> it is like, you're talking about Dave Milner, editor of Game Informer. He does, it, it does seem like it, it might be, he might be trying to incorporate it into his brand at this point. But, but, uh, it is actually pretty common. People genuinely think there is some sort of war going on in the coffee stakes between fucking Melbourne and Sydney when there isn't. Uh, I, I went, I went, like, I Googled best coffee in Melbourne and I went to three different places, the three top places on the list. And they were okay. They were pretty good. Yeah. They were cheaper. Is it That's- because they served them in, like, a dirty jar or something? <laughs> No, I didn't go anywhere that was dis- deconstructing it or any bullshit like that. Um, but yeah, no, the, the one thing I just, you know, the one thing I noticed is it's about, on average, 50 cents cheaper to buy a coffee in Melbourne than it is to buy a coffee in Sydney, which is a bit of a bummer, to be honest. But uh, otherwise, well, it was good on the weekend, obviously. But uh, yeah, otherwise, it uh, just means we're paying a lot for our coffee here in Sydney. I think you pay even more. Last time I went to Brisbane, I paid even more for a basically like we're we're talking like I don't know. I wonder if the people who are arguing this have never really had bad coffee. Maybe they've never had coffee in the states yeah. where it's rancid filth, and maybe they just have no fucking idea, right? Like maybe they're just like, oh yeah, no, I can totally take. But we're talking about like a difference, like in in Australia, basically. All the coffee from places that are specifically attempting to make good coffee. Not like, uh, yeah, I went to a 7-Eleven and it was garbage coffee. Like, if you uh, go to a place that's specifically attempting to make good coffee, you're going to wind up with good coffee from, like, in the, like, top 10% of coffees, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what, like, it's a range of, like, 10 10 points. And then down in the lowest 20% or so is American coffee. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, I guess they just have no perspective on what bad coffee really is. Yeah. So, so was that the reason why you went to Melbourne? Just for coffee? Just for coffee. Just to sort it out once and for all. No, I was there for Battle Arena <laughs> Melbourne 9, um, a fighting game community, uh, tournament, uh, held at the MCEC. It was just in one, like, hall, if you imagine, uh, PAX Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, is spread out basically across the entire, uh, like, of one hall, and then it takes over uh, the other hall as well. Um, this one is in, like, a quarter, maybe even, like, like a fifth of the space that PAX was in. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was, um, yeah, Street Fighter, Tekken, a lot of Smash. Basically, half of the entire area was dedicated to Smash Bros., I uh, don't understand why that game is so big. I, I'm missing something. I don't know. I don't get it. And it's GameCube Smash, right? It's not like the two other Smash games that have come out since then. There was 64 Smash. They were playing fucking 64 Smash and shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I don't get it, man. I I, I also don't get it. Like it's, sap- like, it's just beyond me. But it is huge. It's fucking huge. And yeah, like I... I I, I like that people are having fun and competing and shit like that, but I I don't know. I don't 
enjoy watching it because it just seems to be a lot of like i yeah i don't know it's it seems like a lot of it is constrained to the details yeah like a lot of the fucking it's a lot of nuance whether or not someone's doing really well like you've got your percentage bar that ticks up to 100 percent, and then you've got like bouncing people off into the sky or whatever the fuck and you've got like people jumping off the fucking edge and then like twirling the way back up infinitely and all this kind of shit and yeah like games are won and lost on like uh just microns difference of fucking uh movement and stuff like that yeah and uh like i don't know i guess the same is is true on in in other fighting games right like that that makes sense right like we're talking about like shit that happens in fractions of seconds being the difference between like uh daigo played against uh, a game against dogura in the street fighter five and he lost uh this was on the main stage he lost when he um sonic boomed at dogura and uh it reflected because Dogura was playing this dude, uh, Yurian, who puts up mirrors, and the mirror reflected the sonic boom. And the reflected sonic boom hit Daigo. He was on, like, a fraction of health, and it killed him, and he died. And I asked him directly after the the, um, the match. I said, hey, like, what happened? Um, like, obviously, that wasn't intended, uh, what happened? And uh, he said, oh, that uh, you know, that's happened before in practice. It's never happened to me in a tournament. Uh, basically, if uh, it had gone on for another half a second, if I'd waited another half a second, the mirror would have been gone. I just didn't get the timing quite right. So and so retiring now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no. He's like, I'm too old for this shit? Yeah. What, clearly, how old is he, like 46 or something? <laughs> Yeah, he was sitting there. He was constantly sitting there playing fucking Mahjong on his phone when he wasn't playing Street Fighter against anyone who walked. Like, people are just... He'd be sitting at one of the casual stations, uh, like, with a, uh, with his stick in front of him and playing nobody. So, he'd be playing fucking Mahjong on his phone and then someone would walk up and he'd finish his game of Mahjong and then play him. Obviously, he would smash them almost, like, every fucking time. Yeah. And then he start playing fucking Mahjong again. It was like some fucking old West, wild West gunslinger shit. He's like, well, I guess I better finish with a game of poker and kill this guy. And then he draws, kills, goes back to playing poker. Uh, it was pretty, pretty funny to watch. So um, I just fact checked. Yeah. Uh, he's 36 tomorrow. Wow. So happy 30, 36th birthday to Daigo. Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, That's interesting though, right? That what? He's so old. Yeah. It, it? It, it seems like fighting game communities or fighting game esports doesn't adhere to the you are too old for this shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. As opposed to, I don't know, every other game that I've I've ever watched in esports. Like, <clears throat> and it's also I, I was thinking about this today in the car, like comparing that to uh, we'll go to the basketball analogy. How like basketball players sort of start around 18 to 20 in the NBA and they don't really peak until they're about 24, 25. 
so they start getting really good. Um, and then the really good players can last for, you know, another 10 years sort of on that um, yep. momentum. Whereas with um, esports players, they so- sort of sit around, you know, between 16 years old and kind of peak off around 24, 25. True. And I'm just like, I'm curious as to why that is. Is it just purely the reflexes that, that are slowing you down? Because um, even like basketball players still need good reflexes and and that sort of stuff. Or, or is it because the physicality is more important in that sort of stuff? Um, I'd love to speak to a professional basketball player, like someone like Jeremy Lin, who, who kind of knows both sides about it and kind of prick his, pick his brain as to why he thinks there's such a drop-off yeah um, or if there's been studies done as to why there's such a, a big drop-off um yeah I'm, I'm just curious as to what i think i think we are like just getting to a point now where it's possible to make really good money out of it hmm. and so i think we're going to start seeing more esports athletes remain around for longer uh like i think for a while it wasn't really possible it wasn't something you could put together and so yeah you'd have to drop off you'd have to like sort of sell out a bit you'd have to do the fatality uh motherboard type situation and that you know do what it does and yeah i guess the other thing is that your game can drift in and out the reason it works in fighting games is because like you can move from Ultra Street Fighter Four to, or you can go from Street Fighter Two to Street Fighter Three, Street Fighter Four, Street Fighter Five. But yeah, a lot of the time you can't just leap from one game to the next, and a lot of the time those games just sort of dissipate over time. They'll just like you know, Fatality and Quake. Yeah, but I think that was a long time ago. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. And also now like the prize different. money wasn't there. Yeah, where, where you look at someone like uh, Fear in Dota who. Yeah. is what close to 30 now um yeah. and he only stopped competing professionally what a year ago uh but he's moved across to, into like a coaching role like more yeah. in the management side of the team and yeah i think once um you know that, that he, i think he's a, a huge exception like one of the the highest earning uh professional esports players in the world has now moved across into a different area and he kind of stood the test of time in into what's normal in in esports uh, yeah, I think it's a matter of, of once this like esports thing kind of drags on for a bit longer, we'll get, start getting more numbers out of it um, and kind of figuring out what what the the peak is uh, for numbers. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just it's it's always been. I was just thinking that was just something I was thinking about today <laughs> for, yeah. some, for some weird reason. Because <laughs> you were watching LeBron play, like he uh, had never. You know, aged a day in his entire life, or was that it? Or um, I didn't watch it, but I, oh. I, um, I looked at the stats. But I was like, yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, how long until LeBron starts to slow down, or or, to, or until someone like Kyrie takes over? What, how old's Kyrie? Like, like twenty four, twenty five now? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it would be. Like, at what stage does LeBron hand the reins over and let Kyrie take over? You know, before his body gets too old, or when when is it that LeBron's going to have an injury? Uh, at all like anything maybe sprain his foot I don't know um yeah cause he's what 32 33 now I think LeBron is uh he's I, I saw Bill Simmons write something about him retiring when he was 60 yeah <laughs> something today um yeah anyway 
I don't know. What were we talking about? Uh, esports. Street Fighter players, I guess. No, we're talking about fucking... We're talking about fucking Smash Bros. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Why... Um, is Smash Brothers a 1v1 or is it the arena-based fight? Uh, there's multiple types. There's teams, like duos, I think. and But I think the main competition is all 1v1. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be, hey, this is the best player. Let's just gang up on him or her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, like I was saying, yeah, it's, it's just not something that I really get. I guess it's just not, yeah. I, I guess I brought up Street Fighter because yeah, it's all all in that nuance, and I understand that yeah. Like in the case of Daigo vs Dogger, it was like literally a case of fractions of a second that fucked Daigo, right? But that's not something like I could still, I would have been able to tell the basic concept of who the fuck was winning based on the bar at the top of the screen as opposed to the percentage has nothing has i don't know fucking not much to do with who's winning in fucking smash bros uh and yeah so it's it's, i I just don't think watchability is at a place and that i don't know i never really liked playing it personally so i yeah never really got into it i guess yeah yeah Anyway, it's it was literally half of BAM. So, uh, yeah, I was uh, wrapping up and I had to go hunt down some of the Smash organizer people to explain to me, uh, like, the deal. Not the deal with Smash, but, like, what had happened. Because I basically just didn't go into that half all fucking weekend. Just, what, what am I going to, like, I'm not going to go fucking, if I'm at a tournament for ufc and golf i'm not gonna go fucking over to the golf course to watch some golf when there's a ufc going on am i that's never fucking happening so uh yeah anyway um basketball's on at the same time as what ufc and golf well that's the thing well i would watch basketball and ufc wouldn't i uh i i had at one point um the tekken finals were finishing and uh uh, the second semis were finishing, Mortal Kombat finals were finishing, and uh, there were some prelim matches for Street Fighter occurring. And I found this one spot in the hall that I could stand and I could watch all of them all at once. It was pretty good. Uh, it was all, all, almost like being in the uh, comfort of my own home and watching some shit on stream. Uh, almost, almost yeah. as good as that. Except you had to wear your pants. Yeah, which was. A bummer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, have so, yeah. Mortal Kombat there at all? Yeah, I just yeah. said that. One. Oh, I missed that part. I was watching Mortal Kombat. Um, I meant the new one. Is that what they were playing or the Injustice? Sorry, the Injustice. New... My they bad. did not have Injustice. Injustice, no. Um, yeah. Um, so Was it good? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. You did? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I did enjoy it the first day very much. And it was mostly a case of uh, here's a bunch of games people are playing that I'm not playing. It doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. the stakes weren't really, there weren't any stakes. And um, in most cases, I would prefer to be playing a game as opposed to watching a game. Like, that's my default position. So that I would prefer to be playing a game as opposed to watching it except in situations where i have already established that i'd rather watch it like um dota so yeah 
I don't even like. I don't even like to play fighting games that much, to be honest, because uh, I'm shit at them. And uh, yeah, so oh, I mean, we'll talk about that with injustice. But um, yeah, I didn't really enjoy the first day. The second day, though, I mean, it was all finals. The stakes were up. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. 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 Um, some great matches uh, and really good to see like the they made it a Capcom premiere event, which meant that it was worth a oh. shit ton of Capcom points for the Capcom Cup, uh, which uh, to explain uh, basically to get entry into the Capcom Cup, you need uh, a certain amount of points. The top 30, 30 flat, I think 30 flat oh. uh, competitors in the Capcom rankings tour uh which is like your ranking is based on the amount of points you get uh the top 30 get entry into the capcom cup the uh other so it's a 32 player tournament the other person one of them is last year's champion uh and the 32nd person is decided by like an open event i think like just a fucking last ditch last chance tournament type dealio to go in anyway uh uh, yeah, and winning the winning this uh, event, the premiere event, it's worth a shit ton more than winning normal like other events. And so, uh, in this case, uh, winning the event took the dude who won from eighth up to second, uh, and like straight to second place, which is pretty fucking fantastic. I think it's technically first because the first. The number one spot on the list is occupied by Ricky Ortiz, who won last year. Um, so, yeah, technically, he's number one ranked in the world. Uh, that's Bon Chan, which was really good because he was the Red Bull athlete and he was the dude I was like there to talk to. So, um, yeah, it was, it was good to have him win and be able to talk to him, get pretty much like priority access to him and shit like that. Yeah. Where's he from? Japan. Japan. Yep. Uh, so we talked via a translator. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no. So that was that was good. Uh, the matches were really good, especially like all the top eight matches were fucking fantastic. Uh, this Korean dude for Lauren, um, like took out some super heavy hitters, uh, and basically like for her, through the quarterfinals, semifinals, he was in like the losers bracket quarterfinal. And then the, he won that, and then he was in the loser bracket uh, semi, and then the loser bracket, oh, and then he went straight to the finals. And so he basically didn't move. He just sat at the main stage yeah. for, like, and played match after match after match, which was really cool. Um, and, yeah, hmm. that was cool. The, the Tekken was also really good. Uh, the, the reason I was bringing up the, the Capcom Pro Tour stuff is because uh, it meant all these fucking top-notch players came out. Yeah, uh, like I don't like. I think Soul Aussie made the top seventeen, like one Aussie, and every, the rest were either American or Asian mm-hmm. who'd flown over for this event to get those points. And yeah, he um, yeah, it was just like the level of play was spectacular, uh, which was really good because it meant that yeah, people had to really lift. And in the Tekken. Um. Yeah, a um, an Aussie dude nearly beat 
like down to the fucking wire. Nearly beat the number one, like the current world champion of Tekken. Uh, and I talked to the uh, the guy, Echo Fox Saint, uh, afterwards, after he, he beat him and he won the finals. But uh, I talked to him afterwards and, yeah, that, like, he got shook, which was pretty cool. Uh, he didn't. He was saying he didn't expect that level of quality out of play out of um, out of Australia, and it really like took him by surprise. Hmm. And uh, he felt like he would like he was back to being a challenger. He was no longer the, the world champ. He was just a challenger. He was getting his ass kicked and had to like dig deep. Yep. Um, so that was is cool. That stuff double elimination, or is it? Just, yep. It, oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So it's it's a it's all double elimination, including the grand finals is double elimination. So it's so twice, yeah. Yeah, if if you're in the winners bracket, you get a second shot. Uh, if you're in the um, losers bracket, and you lose, you lose. It's done. Yeah. So yeah, that was the case with uh, Bonchan won the first grand final, so it went. It was over. Um, but, yeah, that was really good. The Mortal Kombat was actually really interesting. Um, I say I say that like it was a surprise, mostly because uh, I was surprised. <laughs> um, the Tekken was huge, had a huge following. Ever, like, they were fucking rowdy as fuck as well. They were betting, betting cash money on the, uh, on the outcomes, like, just... Completely with dudes. shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. There were dudes just walking through the crowd, crowd like, taking money and uh, handing out when they lost and shit like that, which was pretty amusing. Uh, that didn't really occur with the Street Fighter. Uh, so it was, like, a really different culture. But, uh, yeah. So that was good. And then, yeah, that's about it. Um, did you get a vibe at all as to what's going on with Marvel vs. Capcom from anybody or, like, the new one? Not really, No. Because that, that's, like, out of the tournament scene now, isn't it, that game? Uh, it seems to be. Um, yeah, I think maybe, like, I don't know. I couldn't really get a good idea about it because they were still all super into... Like, there was not a big scene for it, but there was still a whole bunch of machines playing Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Um, and I think they'll probably just keep playing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I played this game called fucking uh, VFC, I think it was called. Yeah, VFC. And uh, basically, you put a, put a Vive on your head. Mm-hmm. And uh, you hold the fucking the controllers. And they've got the Vive suspended off this fucking fishing line. Okay. And, like, the it's then connected to, like, a pole and so all the wires are above you and uh you just you can move in 3d space without having to worry about tripping over wires or anything anyway they put one on you and they put one on another person and uh yeah you fucking punch it out um it's multiplayer and yeah you punch with the motion controllers to do punching and that's about it uh, it's fucking hilarious. It's not hilarious to play. It's a bit, I don't know, it's, it's shadow boxing. Uh, and I think it's a little bit, 
I don't know, it's like fucking waggle boxing. I, I don't know. I've never found it particularly uh, fine motion control or whatever. It could definitely use some work. It looks dangerous. <laughs> from that perspective. But uh, I, I must have stood there watching for like fucking, I don't know, 45 minutes at one point. And I... Like, the amount of times people were, like, millimeters from smacking each other in the fucking head. Oh, my God. It was so, so fantastic. And I I just wanted it to happen. If they had just, like, a little longer reach, someone would have fucking copped it. Oh, man. It was hilarious. Every time it happened, I, I lost my shit. Anyway, so that was worth it. And, yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah. It was, uh, it was a good weekend. Nice. I ate some really good food. Just sort of wandered all over fucking Melbourne trying to find really good food places. So, yeah, that was high quality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you don't like to go down to that level, do you? Stooping down to Milner's level of going to other cities and shitting on them. Exactly. That's not what I'm about. No. I'm about positivity. Yeah. Shitting on video games is the only thing Job does. That's right. Bad video games. Shitting on bad video games. Yeah. Oh, fucking what was... Oh, I saw this fucking Gundam game. Not not talking about bad video games. Talking about amazing video games that I couldn't fucking even begin to understand. It was this fucking Gundam crazy shit. Uh, fuck. What was it? Good? I'll, I'll just see if I can find the name. Um, uh, Mech Warrior. Basically, they were like... They were these Gundams. It was a. It was technically a fighting game, uh, but they had like six people, right? So they had six PlayStations all like land up or whatever the fuck, and these dudes were like duos, like teams of two, like fucking yeah, just fucking going robot like robot ham on each so other. They control a robot each, or like fucking Power Rangers where they control. You have not seen Power Rangers, uh, <laughs> like. Uh, they control um, a limb each. You're, you're, yeah, Voltron, I think you're looking for, but uh, uh, they control one robot each. Uh, it's called yeah. Gundam Extreme versus Full Boost. Okay. And it was entirely in Japanese. And, uh, yeah, I just st- stood there watching them play this. These dudes, like the same six people, played it for like five hours at one point. Mm. Pretty amazing. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it. All right, sounds good. Sounds fun. Yep. Uh, what else we talk about? Games we've played? Games we've played. Uh, let me go first. Sure. <laughs> I played Anvil Space Plan. Have you heard of this one yet? No. Um, I won't talk about it too long because it's a very brief game. It is a clicking game, uh, which has a bit of a twist. It's got a story with it. Um, it's a very short campaign, only maybe a couple of hours. And uh, you are basically in space building... A bunch of different items, um, and you launch like these. Potato- oh yeah, potato I know. Yeah, they sent me. A, they sent me a fucking potato. Yeah. Oh, that's who did it. <laughs> um, mm. space plan. Did I say space plan? Plane. Space space plan. Space plan. plan. Um, yeah. So you basically build. Uh, the things you're building are the, in this game, uh, uh, like p- potato-based stuff, and then you end up um, like shooting them into planets or, or suns or any like different things like that. And it's got a, a story that revolves around time involved with it, uh, and that's pretty much it. It's just like your standard, typical clicking game, 
uh, as you build more things, you kind of need to uh, buy upgrades and then um, that allows you to capture more of a resource and then use resources to buy more things and it just keeps snowballing into that, that effect. But this one's, yeah, as I said, it's a bit different. It's got a story behind it. And um, and that's pretty much what you're trying to do is tr- trying to get to the end of the story. I finished it in, what, overnight, I think. I left it running at one stage um, during the night and then came back the next day and, yeah, fired it off again and kept going. So it's not like a hugely long game. It's going to take you weeks and weeks to finish. As far as I know, there might be a new game plus mode that I didn't notice, but uh, I don't think there is. Sure. Are you doing that now? Uh, yes. Can you hear the clicking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. Yeah, uh, it's like Job's, Job's in. He's already in. Uh, but it's got a it's got a pretty cool art style to it. There's like little um, like little nice buttons that it puts in there, and as you kind of start the game off, it, it sort of introduces the the um, like the different elements that kind of pop into effect. Uh, so that's kind of cool. But yeah, very basic game. It's got some nice fast sound effects, and as as uh, you buy things, there's like little music tunes that kind of kick in um so yeah it, it's okay i think you can play it for free on the uh web browser so sure. if you do a search in the google type in space plan uh is the space plan fuck yeah space, I, plan. space plan i thought i saw an e in there <laughs> at one stage and i wasn't sure if you deleted it um space no. plan uh type that into google you can play it online free or you can buy it on steam i think it's two dollars 95 something like that I, I bought it on steam um i don't know what the difference is between the the um the version on the browser compared to the steam version but i, I threw them some money anyway so uh check it out it's it's not um it, it's fun it's kind of cool so cool. yeah um otherwise i played a bit of dead by daylight as well oh uh, yeah um, the new update came out over the weekend this introduces the doctor who we spoke about last week um i'm not a fan don't like it <clears throat> what yeah don't like what they did did to the uh this update at all so the um the doctor as we spoke about last week he's got this uh, like two modes that he can kind of switch into one of them is an aoe like electrical field that he kind of displaces around him um so sure. that if you shock people that are nearby it builds up their um like insanity meter and there's like three levels of this uh this meter that other survivors can kind of um can reach and depending on what level it is it triggers certain stuff so like if you're uh if you hit one level it makes them scream infrequently just randomly all over the place uh, another one will make them see things so they might see a uh um like a, a version of the doctor just standing there and it kind of triggers and and sort of scare them i think there's yeah. another one that triggers like quick time events like the action um wheel that pops up oh um, okay but yeah, anyway, so he, he does that. That's kind of like his gimmick is to try and build up this this meter on the uh, on the survivors. But it's like, it's not fun because why would you bother doing that when you can just run up and hit the survivor? Yeah. Because um, the AOE effect is, as far as I can tell, it's, it's only a couple of meters in front of you. And that's oh. the one that kind of... Uh, it kind of gives you a, like a really big burst. It fills that meter really quickly. Whereas his other mode is it allows him to um, run around and hit people with his weapon, but also the uh, error of effect is always on, and it's in conjunction with your um, 
the radius of your uh, oh shit, what's it called? Um, your tarot radius. So when people can can uh, hear your heartbeat, they're getting shocked, I guess, and it's building up slowly and slowly. So the, I guess the idea behind that is to try and get out of his tarot radius. Uh, but yeah, I, I just don't understand where the fun is in that sort of switching ability and kind of rather than hitting the other player, which is what you're supposed to do, is um, why would you bother building up this meter other than getting points? Uh, it just It's a weird, really weird game design decision. Uh, and I don't understand, like, what the purpose of it, like, sort of serves. It's not... Like, it, it's not scary at all. It's just annoying. You're just chasing people for the most part. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's a bit strange. They put a new map in there. Uh, which is an entirely indoors map. I, I didn't get a chance to play it. It didn't show up in the rotation. Um, so that was kind of a bit, bit sucky. Uh, and yeah, they threw in a new new survivor as well, who I spoke about last week, and, and she's a member of a esports team, the Laser Bears. So other than... I only played like five or six games just to kind of see what his dealio was. And mm. I was... Because I, I generally play a killer in the game. And I, I just wasn't impressed by, like, what he can do. I feel like the stuff that they did with, um, with like, Michael Myers was really cool. And, you know, he was fucking scary as shit to play against. Yeah. Um, and the ha- the hag stuff, while it started off in a really bad position, um, they, they sort of fixed that. She's at the point now where she can lay traps and there's no stun. There's no stun when she teleports to them. So, if oh, someone cool. triggers them. Yeah, um, she uh, she can directly just just jump across them and keep moving, and that was really uh, a broken thing that I thought to start with. So maybe they will do something with this guy eventually, but at the moment I just don't think he's a fun character to play. Like I, I feel like he's probably the least fun character to play that's in the game, mm. and that's a bit shitty. Because um, I like I want to I want the game to be in that s- space where all of them are, sh- are scary to play against. And I, I don't feel like that's the case at the moment. I feel like only like two of them or three of the killers are really scary to play against. Um, the the nurse is a pr- pretty much a no factor in a lot of the maps because she gets stuck on uh, a lot of the environment and it's hard to kind of, especially with the indoors one, I've heard that it's quite hard to play with, with, uh, with her in that map because you can't really judge where you're going to land. So it's a bit um. crap, but... I don't know. I think it's a, it's like shit. I didn't really look. I think it was like six bucks to buy, right? Um, on Steam. I'm just gonna check quickly now. But yeah, I just I don't know. I, I don't feel like they've done a good job with this one. Um, hopefully they'll make some changes. But yeah, I I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound great. Yeah, but they they put other things in there. Like uh, I, I talked about it. I think a few weeks ago where. If you're um, if you're chasing a survivor and they get away, the killer gets a speed boost, um, very slight speed boost, and it, the, I think it ticks up to at least three tokens. So they are tinkering around with some things. They they put in the bit where if a survivor gets rid of hooks, they eventually respawn after a certain amount of time. I remember um, you saying, yeah, yeah, they're doing things with the um with the map, so. They changed up a bunch of the maps, it looks like. I saw a lot of new things in there, so that's kind of cool. They're, um, yeah, so they're, they're still in there playing with things and doing stuff. 
It's just that I think this one's a bit of a miss in terms of the last like big update that people kind of wanted. So, yeah. Anyway, I don't think I can't recommend people check it out. I think they should wait if they want to see what if if there's people that are playing this that listen to the show and have been thinking about getting it. I, I would say give it a little bit of time till they sort of balance him out and make him a bit better. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else we got on here? We want to talk about Battlegrounds? You want to talk about that now? Um, yeah, let's do I that. guess. Uh, I don't know. Don't we usually? Okay, no, that's fine. Yep. No, we're doing it now. Uh, right. You played much at all? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I haven't had a lot of opportunities. I've been mm. fucking busy as shit. Uh, but uh, yeah, like had like uh, I don't know. 90 minutes to fuck about uh, today and I uh, won a solo game. It was pretty good. Cool. It was oh, the fucking, day, right? Uh, it was at, I don't know, 5.30, I guess. Nah, it doesn't count. Doesn't count? No, at six o'clock peak time. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I, um, I, it was the most passive fucking game. I, uh, uh, I I just cheese my way in. I got technically two kills, uh, but I actually only got one kill. And uh, while I was... So, basically, I started uh, at Pachinki, did whatever the fuck I wanted in Pachinki, um, and I found myself like, all right, cool, fair enough. I'm a bit bored. Let's go do something. I roll on out of Pachinki and go to the, like, westernmost part of the... So, the the circle was sort of... I was still in the circle in Pachinki. Uh, that was fine. Everything was good. But I went to the westernmost part of the island to have a look at some stuff over there. Hmm. Uh, spot a AFK on my way. Run them over. So, there's one kill. Uh, pick up some stuff... You know, I get shot at once. I stop. I take a fucking pot shot at the guy. Uh, nothing really. No, no big deal really. And um, yeah, like I hit him once. Just fucking off I go again. Uh, my car is out of fuel. I have to run. So I'm now on the far west of the uh, island, and naturally, the circle is closing over Pachinki. So I could have just fucking stayed there and done nothing, but oh well. Uh, uh, so I had to fucking yeah leave, which was a pain. Off I go east, so I'm just hoofing it east. A dude takes pot, some like heavy duty gunfire at me. Uh, I run into a house that has doors open, and I f- like he must have left. And there's a fucking four by scope sitting on the ground. Uh, so I pick it up, put it on my M416. And I start taking pot shots at the guy back and, uh, yeah, hit him a couple of times. He nicks off and, uh, I realize the reason he's running is because the fucking circle's coming in. So I'm fucking hoofing it hmm. away from this fucking circle. Uh, just like barely in front of it. Cause I was on the, luckily I was on the fucking slow side of the circle, uh, run into and like the, it's got me basically running into an open field. That's my only option. I run into this fucking open field. I know this other dude is somewhere off to my north, uh, but I'm just sprinting east anyway, like 
what it, what the fuck am I going to do? He's got the high ground. If he's going to shoot me, he's going to shoot me fucking. Make it to this house. And uh, I got a, uh, a uh, Sega and uh, my M4. Run up. Go to bust into the house. Uh, the circle finishes closing in and drags it all the way over to, you know, the warehouse just west of Pachinki. In the warehouse and those little houses there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, shifts it all the way over there. And so I'm like, uh, fuck, okay. Go to bust in on this house. I know there's someone in here. I'm sure of it. Uh, and I see a fucking buggy just sort of parked there. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just get in the buggy and drive over to the warehouse. I'll go straight to the warehouse. That'll be fine. Off I go. Straight to the warehouse. And then I hid there. Hmm. And the circle just continued to shrink directly on me um, until, yeah, the last, like, three dudes shot one another. Uh, I threw, like, some grenades and, uh, like, forced people out of cover, but I didn't get any kills out of them. And, uh, yeah, the last dude had a fucking silent sniper rifle was fucking hammering into the wall just above me. So he must have been able to see my head, but he wasn't able to, like, get an angle where he was able to shoot it. Uh, every time he'd back out to try and, like, get a more a shallow angle where he might be able to ping me in the head, I'd just stand up and fucking unload at him with my Sega. Um, and he'd come, like, back in close again. Uh I didn't have any grenades left, so I uh, I chuck a fucking smoke grenade down at him, mm-hmm. and he fucking books it. He books it straight out, and I jump down after him, and the, obviously the smoke, uh, he hears the smoke instead of the kaboom, and turns around to, to fire at me, fucking empties a vector at me, and mostly misses. Uh, and yeah, then starts running away, and I just chased him down and fucking ended him. And yeah, bingo. Cool. It was good. Good times. Um, didn't earn that win at all. <laughs> Did not and earn it. Yeah, especially not at five thirty. That's just whatever, mate. <laughs> Fucking Piss whatever. Effort. Whatever. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, good times. And uh, yeah, just taking through some. Uh, taking another mate through how to play and stuff. We got third. It would have been higher. Uh, we started in Pachinki. I'm basically, I'm in love with Pachinki. I'm l- loving these Pachinki starts. But uh would have been higher. The circle was uh, ended in the field out to the west of the school. And uh, I think I had like seven kills in that game. Because, uh, so my friend... Uh, it was like his third game hmm. and he does, he was doing some dumb shit. He was doing some proper dumb shit. So, uh, first he, well, he ditched. What is going on? Fucking rustling. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, he ditched. So, uh, I got him all, all the good shit, all the good shit, but, uh, he ditched his AK so that he could have a fucking Saiga, a Sega and a fucking Vector. So he didn't have a fucking AR. Uh, and uh, he also left his scope on that AK when he ditched it. So he didn't have a scope. And uh, yeah, so we moved up to like the circle had us 
like basically we had to go up to the church we went on top of the church and he'd like spot someone and immediately start firing and i'm like what are you shooting at what are you shooting at and he's shooting with a fucking vector uh and these people are like 100 meters away and so i look around i can see like a blood blood splatter from someone and i'm like oh okay that okay fair enough i i use my four by zoom in and uh plank them to death uh well it's duos so I, I kill both of them this must this happened like three times he'd spot someone start firing not communicate it uh be completely incapable of hitting them because he's using a fucking vector at 100 meters and he's leaving it on full auto mm. and uh yeah just yeah yeah. What do you think of the new update? I haven't really noticed anything in particular, to be honest. Has it crashed uh, for you? No, it hasn't, okay. which is good. Maybe that's good. Yeah. I, I had a lot. Um, I haven't played much this week Yeah, uh, at all, but I had a lot on like, I think I played one night and it just like constantly over and over again. Yeah, it was super annoying. <laughs> um, mm. And I was getting that one where you uh, have to restart it every time it goes back to the main menu. That happened like six or seven times straight. So that was a bit crap. But yeah, so new new update came out what, last night, night before, um, which is supposed to fix some crashing. They removed the flashbangs to fix some other crashing. Uh, and they made a few other changes in there. Some frame rate performance fixes, which I haven't noticed. Um, I noticed some of the bushes are bigger. In certain areas, like they've oh, got yeah? full-sized bushes now that you can stand in. Yeah, I haven't noticed better. I, I don't know. I think I've always pretty much made... Oh, yeah, no, I guess there have been a couple of standable bushes. but Yeah, ones that you can, like, stand up in. Full. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which are crazy. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't played a lot. I, I had a couple games last night. I think I tried to jump in and you guys were already in a four squad. Right. Um, so I just fired up. I think I had, like, two or three... Mm. solo games yeah quickly uh i came third and fourth in both of them so that was a bit annoying but yeah got a yeah. lot of kills i think about seven or eight in the first one i played oh yeah got a i landed at the fishing town got two silenced um two silences one for an ar one for a sniper rifle fuck yeah and then never found a sniper rifle but oh <laughs> i used my silenced uh akm so that was pretty handy yeah. Got a Sick. lot of kills, like people sneaking up behind me, <laughs> like me just sort of... I, I do think that the silenced weapons help a lot, like tons. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I killed... Yeah, well, actually, like, speaking of silenced weapons, the the mate I was playing with, like, legit couldn't fucking hear. Uh, I'm like, okay, there's a silenced weapon off to our east, and he's like, no, no, that's just that's bullets landing near us isn't it and i'm like nah dude that that's a silenced weapon then they're not anywhere fucking near us they're not firing at us but someone has a silenced weapon he couldn't fucking make the distinction that's just like experience yeah but but i also think you know you have to strain a bit more to hear them and stuff yeah they're definitely they're very hard i, I yeah. killed a guy last night when i was playing with my silent with that silence gun and yeah he, he did not know where i was and he was quite close to me you could sort of see him running around in circles. Like, he'd run mm. to the left and still be getting shot and then run to the right. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and eventually got taken out. So, yep. yeah, it's, it's, it's good fun. I, I got a, a kill with a, uh, 
um, uh, crossbow, landed in Pachinki and couldn't find a gun. Yep. So there was like nine other people that landed there as well. Uh, and I was like, yeah. well, fuck, <laughs> I can either go outside and run or I can just camp and see what happens. Um, and I was camping on the top floor of one of the buildings and I heard some gunfight outside. So I, I ran over to the one of the windows and I could see both of them shooting at each other. I thought what I'll do is I'll just wait, see who wins and then take out the next guy. Um, and so one dude won the fight and then he, he ran up to the guy's body. And as soon as he stopped to loot him, I just fired the arrow through the <laughs> window and it, it got him. Uh, and then I wow. waited a couple of seconds to see if anybody else would sort of run up. <laughs> I thought about just sitting there the entire game with an arrow <laughs> and just picking people off and seeing how many, like, loot crates I could get. Oh, I should have done it. Um, but I, I don't I don't like camping, so I, yeah. uh, I ran out there and stole their guns and went for a run. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's fun. Still fun. Um, they implemented a new, uh, like, lag switch prevention in there. Yep. I don't know how that's going to work, but it, uh, yeah, I, I think it's got some issues. Like, I don't understand what it's going to do. Like, how oh, is this fix is, things? Is this the thing where if you're over a certain ping, you... You can't move. Yeah. I don't understand your problem with it, to be honest. So, like, what's the point? What happens once pe- people figure out, like, what that threshold is? And then all they need to do then is just limit it to something lower um, than what that threshold is to stop it from kicking in. And then it's, like, not going to be as effective as whatever that they were doing before, but it's still going to be there. And and then you're punishing people that maybe legitimately have issues. Like, I've seen complaints from from people on Reddit saying that they're getting this problem because the server stability is not great. I'm not, like... There's no, like, good way to say this, right? But... If your ping is spiking over... What's the threshold? We don't know. They haven't said. If your ping is spiking over whatever threshold is, and it's probably like... They're not stupid. It's probably like 200-ish. Maybe even 300 I would think it's a lot more than that. (laughs) If it's spiking over fucking more than 200, then you deserve to be fucking held in place. I'm sorry, but that's the fucking deal, Leo. Like, you just have to fucking deal with it. Like, get... Like, it sucks to hear, but get better internet. Right? Like, that's just, you gotta, no, like, everyone else can't be fucking punished because your internet is fucking garbage. I know it's, it is, it's super shit, but, yeah, at some point, there are a hundred people in that fucking server. They are the ones being punished when, like, you're able to play with your ping spiking wildly all over the fucking place. So, Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, the thing is, I've read that there's like bad server degradation, and that has been causing issues as well sometimes. That so, would affect everyone in a server, though, not just. Yeah, and that's some. the complaints that have been happening on Reddit that I've seen. Well, like, but there's no advantage gained. But not it's not fun when nobody can move. Well, no. So you leave the fucking server and start over. What the fuck is the problem? It's early access. So like, so like, there's a threat at the moment on the PUBG Reddit page that says, please upgrade EU servers ASAP. Uh, and it's got, with the ping lock, we can't play on American servers anymore and it freezes up once in a while. <laughs> like, it's just... 
I, I think it's cool that they put it in there, but I don't understand like what when their when their tick rate is set at twenty four currently, and the performance isn't great all the time. Like I still see a lot of issues in Australia opening doors, uh, getting in and out of vehicles. Like it's cool that they put this stuff in here, but they need to fix some of the other things as well before it it. Uh, you know, causes. Were you lag switching? Is that the problem here? Is that now your lag switching is broken and you can't do it? It is. That's what it is. Yes. I fucking. I thought it was. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, yeah. Obviously, they got to fix more, like more things. But like, I just don't think it's that big a problem. No, I just don't think it's a good implementation at the moment. Uh, uh. it's better than nothing yeah which it's is definitely better than nothing. rainbow six for fucking eight months yeah like it hasn't happened to me but i can fucking agree like if it happens to you you're gonna lose your shit i will just quit the server and bail unless <laughs> it happens when i'm like second and then i'll fucking Uninstall. wait and see if the other person is fucked as well and if they're not then yes if they're still able to move then yes, I'll just uninstall it. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they removed flashbangs. Did I say that? I think I did. Uh, yeah. Still having that crash power or what? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, I had some okay games. I played some squads the other night with some of the guys and had terrible games. I don't think I got like any kills. Yeah. But some of those guys don't play the same way that I do. Uh, yes, Which so is a fucking and diplomatic like, way to put it. Down. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's that's part of the charm. I think is finding out the many different ways people play the game. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, good times. Um, also played a bit of the surge. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think? I don't mind it. Eh? I think it does some really cool things. What so- does it do? Cool. It's, uh, the Surge is a, uh, like a Dark Souls clone. Yep. Um, in the vein of like, you're collecting this metal scraps off the ground and, and you use those metal scraps to like level up and upgrade your gear. But when you die, you leave that stuff behind and you got to try and get back to it and pick it up. And then there's, um, enemies all around and they're quite tough to beat. There's bosses and there's shortcuts in the maps that sort of loop around on top of each other, like pretty much a lot of the Dark Souls stuff that's in there. Um, I, I like this, the things they do with the locking onto different areas of the body and, and seeing what has armor and what doesn't. Um, but also it has like a risk-reward thing of if you target the parts of the body that have armor, you can cut those limbs off and then uh, take that part and use them as armor or a weapon on your own. Mm. Um, and your own body I think that's really a, a cool idea uh, it kind of changes up what's what you're facing at. like not every fight is going to be the same thing where in Dark Souls it's like oh, okay I'm going to just I know how to beat this this thing I just need to wait for this combination of moves and just sort of hit it whereas this one you, you can't always rely on that because the armor could be in different spots or it might not be so it means you're kind of thinking about well, if it's on their head, if they've got armor all around their uh, body except for their head, then you've got to position yourself in the right spot to make sure you get it. Whereas maybe it's on there's no armor on their right arm, and you've got to make sure that you're in a good spot to hit that right arm, otherwise you won't get it. So uh, I think that stuff's pretty cool. Um, 
the levels are, are interesting. They're huge and sprawling. There's like areas in that first part where I haven't even visited yet. I, I've been, I'm currently in like the second area. Um, and there's doors that you run into that first area that, that say you need to be level 50 to get in here. And I'm like level 25 at the moment or something. Um, so I'll eventually get back to that spot, but it's cool that there's these different um, paths that you, can, you can venture into that are sort of locked off for the moment. Um, what else is cool? I think the weapon, the uh, weapon loot system is alright. It's interesting. Um, being able to like upgrade all your gear and, and sort of look at the sort of playstyle that you want. Do I want something that's like heavy attacks but slow, uh, slow speed, or do I want something that's kind of uh, low damage but fast attacks? Um, and each one sort of has a different way of like animating how you attack with so they're not all the same sort of swing animations it'll it'll vary depending on what you pick up um yeah i don't know man like there's a lot of interesting things about it. i don't think it handles as well near as well as is what dark souls does but mm-hmm. i i still appreciate like this is a pretty good attempt at what what dark souls does and it's still got some really cool ideas that um i would like to be seen implemented into other games at least I don't, like, but what about, like, how do you, I don't know, I, I, I too like the limb stuff, but it just sort of fucked with target switching, which, like, I don't know, I, I thought it was a net negative. But you use target switching to the right trigger, don't you? Sorry, left left trigger. Yeah, you're going to hold left trigger, but I mean, I isn't, aren't these games, like, don't they already have enough? Shit to uh, <laughs> Yeah, enough, like, button inputs already that, uh, like, dedicating an entire trigger to target switch just, I don't know, it just seems like a bit of a waste yeah. to me. I think that the, like, having run on the thumb button is sort of shit. I've had plenty of instances where I want to stop running, but in order to stop running, you need to, like, stop, actually flick the other direction. Yep. <laughs> Um, and it's bound to jump as well, which is a bit strange. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 okay. Like I'm enjoying it. I'm not hating. I'm not hating what they've done for the moment. It's yeah. it's definitely hard. Like I've run into enemies, and especially the second era. Like I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I'm just gonna run past them. Um, because I was getting shredded by some of these dudes. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so how far do you reckon you're into it? <laughs> really not far. Just uh, the second area. There's like a train you get on. Oh, okay. Um, after the yep. first boss. Yep. What'd you think of that boss? Uh, he killed me a bunch because <laughs> I thought the game was broken. Because <laughs> uh, there's like a meter that you build up on him. Yeah. And then you need to do something. Yep. And I was like... What the? F- like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. I, I keep triggering this meter all the way. Is something supposed to happen? And I, I couldn't figure out what I was what I was uh, meaning to be, like how to get that to happen. And, and um, I thought it was bugging out on me. But I eventually got. I figured out what you had to do. It. Um, I don't think it's it's done very well um, for an introduction fight. Uh huh. I think it's probably a boss fight that you'd want in in there maybe a bit later. Um, 
Right. Yeah, I, I think it throws maybe too many mechanics in at once. It sort of teaches you how to to dodge and yep. then positioning as well. But also it's throwing in this stuff of, all right, you've got to build up this meter. And then after that triggers, there's something else that you need to do. And, and then it's kind of like do that three times. And he doesn't really have a phase of Dark Souls does that thing now where he's got, they've got different phases in the boss fight. Yep. Um, and that's quite, that's something that's quite new, but it's sort of like a rinse repeat thing. Whereas once you figure out the trick, you know what you're supposed to do. Um, maybe that changes later on, but that first fight, uh, yeah, it was kind of like a, once I f- know what I'm supposed to do, then I was pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think they throw too many things at you at once without explaining very well what you should be doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I went that boss out really quick though. So it, to me felt like a really underwhelming boss. Oh, okay. And I felt like the collision with him was super fucking finicky, but that was in the like that was in the de- like preview build, so that might have changed. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it felt like the fucking yeah. It just, I didn't feel like I felt like I got away with shit when I didn't think I should have, and at the same time, I felt like he hit me a couple of times when I was pretty certain he shouldn't have been able to. Yeah. I don't know. Because what I was kind of doing was building that meter up and it would get all the way. I, I didn't really know what I was supposed to do. Yeah. So, I, I was like, is it bugged or is something supposed to happen? So, I was just like, uh, just kept hitting these feet. <laughs> and eventually, like another bit of metal flew off and I was like, oh, is this all I'm supposed to do is just hit his feet constantly over and over again? Um, yeah. So, that was, I think that was something that kind of threw me off. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> But I think it was kind of an interesting way of... Um, I wasn't expecting that boss to trigger. Um, but it was it was, it was all right. I, there's, there's stuff within the environment that you can get stuck on. I didn't think that was, that was cool. Like, there's junk piles all around the area and he can sort of um, get into one location. You've got to try and get up into those really close-knit areas and the, the uh, well, like, hitbox is not very great. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. yeah, but I'm 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 enjoying it. It's a cool, like, sci-fi Dark Souls is kind of cool. Hopefully, yep. it sort of changed up the environments a little bit because right. it has. Yeah, I, like I don't know what else they can do with it. Right. <laughs> In terms of sci-fi, but you've already sort of played fight. through, played through the uh, rocket graveyard area enough hmm. do you feel um yeah yeah, yeah. Hmm. so I don't know I, I've played how many hours have I played of it um when did it come out yesterday day before uh day before yeah day before I've only played three three and a bit hours so right how far in here I have not played it I've, oh. I played it in preview and I haven't played it since uh so yeah Oh, sorry. I was thinking of Nate. Nate's been playing it. All oh, right. No, yeah, I ha- haven't had time. So, yeah, I actually, I don't know when I'm going to get time to play it, to be honest, which is a real bummer. Um, because, yeah, it's the sort of game where you got to dedicate some proper fucking time to it. And I just haven't had time hmm. to dedicate. So, yeah, that's a bit of a bummer. It's, uh, it runs pretty good on PC. 
Yep. Um, really high frames looks really good as well. Awesome. Alt, alt tabs fine. Yep. Which is awesome. Um, yeah, no real complaints about how it's running on PC. I'm, I'm using a, a controller as well because that's how I play Dark Souls. Of course. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like it seemed to get decent re- reviews. Yeah. Um, like people saying that it was a you know good entry into the like Dark Souls genre. Um, I didn't even realize that this was the guys that made the Lords of the Fallen game from a couple of years back. It was the one Jung talked about quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think he said it was it was decent. Like, there was some interesting stuff there. So, yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool to see them evolve on that and keep working at it. Mm-hmm. Someone else is making those type of games that I like. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll, I'm sure I'll talk a bit more about that in the next couple of weeks when I get through a bit more of it. Word. Uh, what else is here? Injustice 2. Oh, Injustice 2, yeah. I've been playing a bit on Injustice 2. I got the uh, the fighting game uh, bug, I guess, from being at the fighting game tournament. Ah. Decided to, yeah, give it a shot. And, uh, yeah, I'm shit at fighting games. Um, I, I don't know. It's getting really good reviews, and I'm just not Yeah, into really it. good reviews. Uh, yeah, I'm not into it, eh? Like, the story the story mode is... It seems like it... I guess more more of that same storyline as the first one, which, you know, Superman goes evil and Batman decides to stop him. Um, I like the storyline, but I got bored with the comic series, so uh, I don't know why... Yeah, I don't know why I'd be more into it now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, the story mode makes you play as Batman, and I fucking hate him as a character in this. I hate his moveset in this. Like, uh, I don't know. I just can't find any combos that I enjoy doing. I've been playing a lot of, fun, like, in the multiverse thing where you do these challenges and shit. Um, I've been playing a lot more of that than I have of the story mode. And I actually, like, I, I like it as a fighting game, right? Don't get me wrong. I actually enjoy it as a fucking fighting game. Uh, admitting that I'm shit, uh, I've been playing as, yeah, Aquaman and, uh, like, working out actual combos and, like, putting together proper fucking combos, not just, like, doing a move but like working out timings for juggles and shit like that and feeling actually like uh someone who is mildly competent mm-hmm. yeah out of but then i go to play the story mode and i gotta play as fucking batman and yeah i can't find any fucking combos that i like the grapple like if he misses his grapple the punish window on that fucking Oh my god, he stands there like a fucking moron waiting for his grapple to come back in for like ever, basically. And yeah. Everything can fucking do something bit like what the fuck? Uh so yeah, it just makes me not want to use the fucking grapple, basically. Um And yeah, I don't know, I just I don't know. So I like it when I'm playing as Aquaman because I've find that Aquaman's combos are good, but... Wasn't he the broken one in the last game as well? Was he? <laughs> yeah, remember we used to like playing as him? Ah, uh, yeah, he was too, yeah. Because he well, was yeah. so broken. Yep. Well, there <laughs> so you go. So he's still I'm broken. Back. 
No, I don't think he's. I don't know if. Well, I don't know. Other people would be able to t- say better than I can because I, I. But uh, he's 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 good. He works. Um, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, it's it's one like I find myself literally only playing uh, the multiverse stuff though. I don't want to play online because I'll just get my shit kicked in. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to. Yeah, don't want to play the story because I have to play as fucking Batman. And yeah, and I actually don't care about the fucking story stuff. So I don't know. And it's got this. It's got these loot boxes and stuff that have like gear in them and stuff. That's what the multiverse is all about. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. It seems unnecessary. And the gear you get out of these loot boxes definitely makes you better. Like it's some proper, like there are pieces of gear that make it can make you like significantly better your character significantly better if you've got them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which seems like it would be woefully imbalanced in multiplayer. There are modes that you can play where gear isn't a factor. I'm sure that the competitive side of the game will absolutely focus on that. But, uh, yeah, on one hand, uh, I'm not crazy about the concepts. On another hand, I don't like the idea of exploitative loot uh, game mechanics being implemented just for the sake of it. And on the third hand, I like getting new shiny shit and uh, it makes cosmetic changes to your, um, your like, people, uh, your characters. And so I want, like, a new fucking mask for Black Canary or whatever the fuck. So, yeah. I don't know. Conflicted. Um, I think I read something about them having the ability to turn that stuff off during tournaments as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, you can definitely turn it off. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know, like, but what if there's like online? I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure, even online tournaments or qualifiers and shit will turn it off. But at that, like, then I guess, what the fuck is the point of it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you can't buy any of that stuff, right? I couldn't find a way to, so no, I guess not. Well, that's good. Yeah, for now. For now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the other thing? Um, oh, yeah. I, I don't actually think it's graphically all that impressive, but it is, like, smooth as butter. It's fucking... It runs flawlessly. So uh, that's good. Like, it's... Yeah, I don't think it like, characters actually look all that good when they're in the cutscenes and shit. I don't think it's, like, top-notch or anything. It's good. Like, it's fucking, you know, current-gen average quality, but I don't think it's fucking amazing or anything, which... Yeah. And some of fucking... Whoever's doing the voice of Superman says some of his lines weird. I don't know what it is. It's just off-putting. Yeah. Anyway. What do you mean by weird? Like he... he Just like... Says things that are weird or is he... The way he's delivering them is weird. Uh, No, he delivers them weird. Oh. Yeah. Like Addison from Mass Effect. (laughs) Drop it uh, not that weird. Not not Andromeda weird. <laughs> Is Superman's face tired? <laughs> yeah, uh, nothing nothing to that extent. But uh, still, yeah, there's weirdness. That's, that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is there's some weirdness. Yeah. So, like, what do you do after 
you're done with that. I've heard that the campaign is about what five to six hours long. Is it? I don't um, know. Probably, yeah, about that. Uh, like, what happens after that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, we don't podcast in person anymore. We can't play it. True. Um, yeah, I guess I just keep playing the fucking the multiverse. So the multiverse is that like that's how you earn the new gear and shit is yeah. the multiverse so it's got all kinds of challenges and shit yeah it's like, like a tower uh, in uh, Mortal Kombat right yeah I guess um, yeah actually it is a lot like that good yeah. and they've got like uh, modif- modifiers and that sort of stuff as well yeah yes yeah now now that you've said it and I think about it it is <laughs> it exactly is. like the tower yeah um, so yeah I don't know it's, it's okay. Um, I don't want a callus on my thumb, so I will minimize how much I play it. Are uh, you not Probably. using a fighting stick? No. Uh, I'm worse at fighting, like, fighting games with fighting sticks than I am with fucking uh, anything else. I don't know. Like, I, I, w- I would probably be worse with a fighting stick than I would be with fucking waggle controls, to be honest. I'm fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. Is that everything? That's all we got. Um, I played another game. What the fuck was the other game I played? I have as well, but I don't want to talk about it. Why not? Because Mass Effect. Ah, okay. Don't worry about it. Played a bunch of that. Uh, It was a fucking... Farpoint, it's called. Farpoint VR. Ah, the the shooting... VR game, first person yeah. VR game. Yeah, so uh, it comes with like aim points controller for VR, hmm. and you move around and you like, you know, you look around in in the game and you aim down sights at the controller and you're holding it like a, a gun. Um, and yeah, it made me want to vomit. I've hmm. never wanted to vomit in a VR game so much as I did in this. Like genuinely, it made me like proper want to fucking spew i just sit down for a full half an hour uh, i was going to the movies too i was going to go see i don't know something came out alien alien covenant mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah i was going to go see alien covenant that night and they're like oh we've got some other vr experiences if you want to try them i'm like, not nah, i'm not putting anything on my face again or you will be cleaning shit up uh this yeah, I, I'm in a bad way. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's it, it's like it's a tough one because I actually appreciated it as a like I wasn't I, I aimed down sights like twice I think, uh, but mostly I was just fucking hit firing like a fucking baller, uh, and I really appreciated the uh, feeling like the feeling of immersion, but the way you move with the you move with the like i guess the right thumbstick is on your right hand mm-hmm. um yeah the way you move with that shit i like uh, I, f- I feel like barfing again like i'm fucking i feel like barfing again just thinking about it like fuck me man it just it was it yeah too much they they do have like a they had like a different method, but the game gets too hectic yep. for you to be able to use that. So, yeah, fuck man. 
yeah. Anyway, um, I wasn't a fan, but others who I, I think it's a case of getting used to because the fucking the CEO of the company that made it was there, and I actually enjoyed watching him play about a billion times more than I enjoyed playing myself. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. he was fucking, he was on it. He was fucking well into it. He was ducking behind cover and leaning out and like shooting over cover and all this kind of shit. And I'm watching, and I was watching him play and was watching the output on the TV. And I was thinking, that is fucking amazing. That like, that's fucking, that's future video games. That shit looks fucking spectacular. I want to be a part of that. I just don't want to fucking want to spew ever like like that ever again. That's the second time I've talked about spew in two weeks. Hey, come on a roll. What happened last week? Remember I cleaned out the trap underneath the fucking oh, sink? Oh, yeah, yeah. Gross. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's what I got. Cool. Sounds fun. All right. Should we do some news? Yes. Yay. Um, Square Enix is looking at, uh, well, they're not looking at. They are they're getting rid of IO Interactive. Yeah, the uh, these guys made Hitman. They did, um, and something else. What else did they do? Uh, I don't know. What no. did? What, what else did they make? Kane Lynch. Did they? Kane Lynch. Oh fuck! That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it does uh, count. Come on. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, they're looking at parting ways with them, even though that uh, Square said that they've had their biggest profit in a very long time sounds like um the last hitman game did not sell as much as as what they expected um season pass shit man season pass shit what do you mean the season pass model is like the fucking the concept of the starter pack and then yeah never playing it fucking 40 billion years is not conducive to good sales i think like when when did you get it very late i got it in a steam sale when it was all fucking released so like you and i right let's say that we represent a portion of the gaming of gaming culture that is generally considered uh to be stupid with money Mm -hmm. and even we held off yeah you would have like you're basically only getting the hitmaniest hitman fans in it no matter how good it is like i knew it was fucking top notch from the fucking get-go and yet i still didn't buy in because i didn't want to buy in until it was all available and they even like they breadcrumbed me with their contract shit and i still didn't buy in until i could buy it all at once yeah well i missed that gary Busey sweetness exactly that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's like, if, if they couldn't get two fucking morons like us in, they're fucked. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. So it sounds like, uh, it, you know, didn't sell us what they wanted it to, and they're looking for other people to come in and take the company. Um, the rumors are that they were, they were obviously quite a well way into season two. Yeah. Um, so we don't really know what's going to happen with that. Mm. Um, but it sounds like whoever does pick up, uh, IO will also get their Hitman uh, license as well. So, yep. anything could happen. Yep. I mean, that that second season pass might not see the light of day. Someone could take them and decide not to do anything with it. Uh, who knows? Yeah. A bit unfortunate, but... Yeah. 
Yeah, and also strange. Um, mm. What's this one? A uh, report from Kotaku. I don't know if you saw this one. Max, Mass Effect, the um, that game I was just talking about, oh. has been put on hold. Or not talking about. Not talking about. The one we're not talking about. Uh, Bioware Montreal has been downsized, and a lot of their staff has been moved over to Motive, who are right. working on the Star Wars games. Oh, okay. And... Um, they're saying that uh, I think there was like four sources that Kotaku had on this story that the uh, that studio has now been moved into more of like a support role, helping other studios <laughs> working on games. So yeah, it doesn't look like things have gone well for that. Um, I, I guess EA has kind of said that they were very happy with the way Mass Effect uh, was handled and and all that sort of nonsense, but it doesn't look like it looking from the outside in. Yeah, um, it, the game didn't sell as well as what I guess a lot of people were expecting. It didn't review nearly as well as what people were expecting, and um, it seems like they want to put that that uh, game on some ice and just leave it there for a while until they can get another studio to work on it. Is my guess. So, yeah, I don't know how that game ends, and that's kind of what kicked me back into wanting to play it, uh, right? To get in there and see what's going on. So I, I put in about another ten hours. This past week yep and um still trekking along but yeah i just want to kind of see if they ended on a cliffhanger like kind of how things roll out and then right. look back at this news and be like well that's a bit weird because the I, i'm pretty sure the idea was to turn it back into another trilogy right and, and do a series with it but what happens now kind of thing does it yep. does it turn into a half-life 3 situation where none of that stuff really matters so Mm. Yeah, a bit sucky, um, but also that game was not v- very like that game was brought out way too early. They wanted to hit deadlines and be out before the end of uh, that quarter. Yeah, and that they they shit it out with a lot of problems. It definitely needed at least another six months on it mm. um, to iron out a lot of those issues, um, which is a bit shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Witcher 3. No, well, just The Witcher. The Witcher. The Witcher. The yeah. Witcher is being turned into a Netflix series, uh-huh. uh, which doesn't have... It's got nothing to do with CD Projekt Red, as, as far as we understand. Okay. Um, this is being done by the original creator of the, the novel. Sure. Novels. Yep. Uh, in Poland. And uh, he is on board and is a creative decision maker on this game uh, sorry this game not game this uh very popular novel series book series yeah yeah but like just to be clear he was involved with the creation of the cd project red right um the game no no not at all he doesn't even get royalties from it i'm pretty sure he tried to sue cd project red at one stage Really? Yeah, I'm click, clickety clacking now. Yeah, you are. Um, um, I'm pretty sure that he just got the he he sold them like the the license, the brand off it. Oh, okay. So this is, I think it could be a bit of a shock for people that that are really into the game, but then come along and see what this series does. Like, I think they're going to be com- completely different. Um, yeah. From what I understand the the witcher books and series don't have a lot of emphasis on the monsters and that sort of stuff like there's not a lot of them in the 
the the novels. What the um, fuck is it about then? I, I I don't know. I've not read them. <laughs> okay. So I, it's going to be interesting to see like what they do with it and where they take it. Um, because I don't think this is going to be a, what a lot of people expect. Yeah. Uh, mm. I, I feel like a lot of people are basing this hype around the game series. Like that's what a lot of the gaming community does. But I think I don't even understand that it's not being based around that. It's being based around the book. Well, I didn't fucking understand it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll hold off and see. It sounds like they've got one of the um, directors on board. Is the guy that's done the intro movies for all three games? Okay. Um, I don't know what involvement he's got in it other than a director maybe he's got some some more stuff he's doing but yeah it seems like this is quite early on mm. and we don't really know other than they've started production on it as to what will happen so who's the witcher Joe? who's it gonna be who would you put your money down on oh uh, man good question who would you who would you make the witcher um who would be a good witcher you'd need someone i guess what about Mads Mikkelsen? Like, the look that he had in Doctor Strange? That would be Pretty fucking fitting. amazing. But he's he's a bit... He's, uh, he's a bit in everything at the moment? No, nah, he's a bit small, is what I was going to say. Like, he's not big enough. Gerald is sort of like this... Like, the witches, witches are like these giant fucking... They're big guys, aren't they? They're like genetically altered... Motherfuckers! How tall is Mads Mikkelsen? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? I'm talking like bulky. He's not oh, okay. bulky enough. He's he's all right. You need someone like yeah, some like Carl Drogo motherfucker. <laughs> Actually, yeah, make Carl Drogo. Oh no, get fucking Superman to do it. Uh, Brandon Ralph. He's looking for someone. <laughs> that's a super strange decision. Uh, he's one. He, he's one point eight meters tall. How tall is that? <laughs> uh, a bit shorter than me. Uh, okay, it's like five eleven, I guess. All right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's shorter in the books. Uh, well, hang on. How tall is Geralt? One point eight, or is that Mads? That's Mads. Right. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, uh, this Reddit thread, what is Gerald's height and weight? Right. Uh, says he's six foot eight. Weighs a See? fucking ton. That, that's, I don't think anybody knows. Judging <laughs> uh, from this thread. Almost definitely not. Um, yeah, like there's got to be better information out there than that. Fuck. He's definitely tall though. Like everyone agrees, I think, that he's fucking tall. That's the function of the witches. They're supposed to be giant monster killers. Who would you make do it? I just said who I... Mads Mikkelsen. No, pick someone else. Gary Busey. Don't be... Don't be goofy. Pick someone properly. Properly. Who would you pick? Yep. I've just suggested two people. Um, but they're terrible choices. They're like terrible choices. Pick some, pick someone good. Pick someone fucking. I'd said Carl Drogo. That's a good one. Or like Brandon Routh, but like give him long gray hair. It'd be fucking great. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. He, don't we want a good actor? Like a, a decent actor? 
Brandon Routh said, fuck you, man. What the fuck? How hard? That's fucking rough, man. Jeez. No, I liked that Superman. <laughs> exactly. And he was good in fucking other stuff. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a bastard. What about, uh, um, uh, shit. He-Man. What's his name? Um. He-Man? Yeah. As in f- from fucking ages ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember. Um, what about the dude who plays Jamie Lannister? Uh, d- yeah. Okay. No. Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yeah, not Dolph. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But he's got a nose for a head. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. These are all good suggestions. All good suggestions. There are no bad suggestions in um, brainstorming. So, uh, no. yeah. So, luckily, we're getting away with it. Um, yeah. yeah. What's right. his name? Nicholas something, rather. Nicholas Cage. Oh, not fucking Nicholas Cage. Dude who plays fucking... What's his name? Um, now, Jamie Lannister from right. Game of Thrones. I don't know. That'd be fucking epic. It'd be amazing. Anyway. All right. Uh, E3's coming up, Joe. It is. So uh, Ubisoft decided to announce some games for some reason. Yep. Perfect timing. I guess this is to get ahead of some leaks. Some uh, leaks, yes. The Crew 2. Don't know. I don't know why. Um, anyway, Far Cry 5 has also been confirmed. Uh, there were the rumors a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if we talked about them that like Far Cry 5 is supposed to be set in... Like some sort of, we did talk about this, didn't we? Like a town, um, Montana. Montana, that's it. We yes. did talk about this. Um, yeah, literally all I've done is announce that it's coming. <laughs> that, that's the only thing. I they, they must know that that they don't want leaks, so they're like, oh, we'll just announce the name, and at least people that know that's something it'll be there. Right. Yeah. Good yeah. one. Far Cry Five. What a revealing name. What would you call it? I don't know. Far Cry Cowboy Town. Cal Drago? Yep. Cal Drago. You can't even say it. Carl, say his name properly. Is it Carl? I did suggest two people from Game of Thrones, huh? Yeah, you did. It's terrible. At least I didn't suggest Gary Busey and Dolph Lundgren. You'd watch like that. Stuck in the fucking 90s. How good would it be? Terrible. It'd be amazing. One right. of them is literally brain damaged. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I don't think it's his fault. It's just had a lot of I cocaine. I didn't say it was his fault. It wasn't an accusation. I'm just saying one of them is literally brain damaged. That was your suggestion. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Should we wrap things up? You got any questions, Joe, to Would ask, have- to ask we- me? Oh, no, I've got nothing to ask you. Okay, fair enough. Not me personally, but Monkey Magic has a question. Okay. Uh, he says, I have a question about that game, uh, the game Prey that me and Joby were playing. Yeah. What game was Luke playing? I think he means the one that has the same name as uh, as the one that me and Monkey Magic were playing uh, that was actually really good that you you didn't like it but it had the same name it was pretty confusing I, I didn't say I didn't like it I said it was like a 7.5 uh, I think you said far worse things 
yeah. far worse things than that. I think you were far. I just said I'm a crazy person that, that thought it was a 9.5. Uh, it was just really fucking good. So, how about that? It's weird. I thought GameSpot gave it a 6 as well. As well as IGN. Didn't IGN give it a 6? I don't know. GameSpot. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work for IGN. Of course, they gave it a low fucking score. Come on. Oh, they it was a fake. Four. Yeah. They had a four. And they amended it to an eight. So, uh, yeah. Anyway. Was that the question? Uh, that was the question, yes. All right. Is there any other questions? Uh, Baz writes. Yeah. Uh, Joby and Luke, I only made it two hours into Prey and decided that was enough. Spent too much time hitting things with a plumbing tool. Do that enough throughout my workday. If I wanted to do that, I'd play Torbjorn in Overwatch. I agree with Luke. Should be oh, a 6.5. Snap. He only played for two hours. Did you only play for two hours as well, Luke? Ah, oh, the truth comes out now. Here we go. Actually, I said I liked the uh, first one. Oh, oh, really? Interesting. Mm. Very, very interesting. Uh, yes, okay. Because so, the best part of that game was hitting things with a wrench until you got to shoot stuff. It became shit. No, you just got fucking zwad. That's what happened. Um, excellent. Good questions. One of them wasn't a question. Um, it was an agreement. They were both agreements, sort of. Uh, Andy Pandy writes. This is by our email. How do we, how do people email us? The GA podcast at gmail.com. Excellent. Andy Pandy writes. Hey, Gap Crew. I've been watching lots of Twitch and tube streams for the alpha version of Escape from Tarkov. And I don't recall hearing you talk about it before, so I'm just wondering what your opinion of it was. It looks dope as and right up your alley, I would have thought. Uh, so, oh, no, I was going to answer that, but um, I'll read the next paragraph. Uh, I used to love hearing your gameplay stories with DayZ, but since the standalone version is taking forever to get its act together, Escape from Tarkov may be a great substitute for new stories of your adventures to share with us all. So, do you know anything about Escape from Tarkov? I feel like someone's talked about it. Have you talked about it before? I I think when they first, like, unveiled it, I talked about it. Uh, And then I haven't talked about it since, because obviously we didn't get in the fucking beta or anything. But, uh... It's it's basically like a it's it's going to be like a, a Daisy like Daisy meets Stalker type game yeah if I recall correctly uh, like super hardcore like one hit kill kind of shit scrounging for uh, anything you can get like slow paced not like um, uh, battlegrounds uh, but yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm digging deep on this one, but uh, <laughs> if I recall correctly, there it's like two teams. Uh, like two are these, uh, I think, prisoners escaping from prison, and the others are the guards. And the guards have like proper gear, and they have to hunt down the people who are escaping. Ooh. And uh, yeah, the people who are escaping just have to get out, and uh, however the fuck they can. And uh, so yeah, um, I don't know how it looks right now. That's me. Uh, I think I checked back in on it like six months ago. Uh, so I don't know how it looks right now, but um, one of the things I always really liked about the idea was that uh, it seemed like they'd solved Daisy's major problem, which was that Daisy didn't have a fucking any end game concept. I had no like idea of what the end game could look like. Whereas this uh, with, you know, prisoners and like the concept of there being an actual goal that, of escape there's at least some promise that they have uh an end game uh 
and yeah i guess that yeah always the the biggest problem with daisy was uh, like inevitably you you would get to a point where you were comfortable and comfortable like being comfortable is just death for a game like daisy you're no longer afraid and you instead take silly stupid risks and uh like just for the the fun you try to make your own fun and shit Hmm. which isn't um do you know what the situation with servers and that sort of stuff uh no i don't i think last time i looked they only had servers in russia so yeah okay i don't know how it is now but uh yeah yeah like it sounds really interesting yeah yeah uh the opening like the first video they ever released with it was fucking cool as fuck so i yeah very much like to play it um but yeah i don't know i don't know if it's available to aussies yet as soon as it is i'm fucking in though i'll make sure i'll make sure we're all in we'll we'll let it take over our discord hit them up man hit them up totally i will yeah i Um, I haven't heard the other one he talked about did you read this email already uh didn't you just say something about that wasn't there a second game you talked about i don't know uh daisy escape from tarkov oh okay you must have said daisy right uh like yourself i love tower defense games but they all tend to be too similar with only slight changes in the design of units surroundings scenarios uh, then I found a trailer for X-Morph Defense, and wow, just as Dark Souls and Witcher 3 have raised the bar for their respective gen- genres, so may this for the tower defense genre. As much as I can tell from the trailer, at least, your thoughts? We'll have to check this one out and get back to you. We might pick this one back up next week. Should have fucking looked earlier. Um and player unknown battlegrounds was a great recommendation from you and i'm enjoying it immensely even managed to talk a few friends into playing it as well uh i listen to your podcast every week while at work and it's always good for a chuckle when i hear one of jovi's or luke's adventures and your informative game reviews are usually spot on please keep up the good work cheers no it's still going oh cheers buddy that was good um I like yeah. how our reviews are spot on, except for when Job's wrong about. Prey. Oh, <laughs> no, that's that's the good stuff. One of us is right. <laughs> I mean, being being that like I'm the fucking LeBron James reviewing video games is probably me, but you know, sometimes sometimes LeBron misses. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It happens. Yeah. What was that other thing called? X something defense. <laughs> X morph defense. Yeah. Right. I'm going to have a look at that shortly. If it's out, I'm going to play it mm. fucking sooner rather than later because I need some, I need something to play. Oh, available coming soon, gutted. And what, what do you say? It was a tower defense game. Yes. Uh, coming soon. It's available. It will be available on St- Steam. Uh, oh, it's got like shooter elements. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's very colorful. Um, nice. But no release date, so... Let's see how that goes. Um, cool, man. Excellent. Excellent emails. Excellent questions. Fantastic stuff. Uh, I guess we're wrapping up. Are we going to go play fucking Battlegrounds? Or what? Might as well. I need to play with someone good. Um, uh, uh, oh, shit. Some of those guys are sinners, don't they? Oh. Uh, no, I'm, just, I'm joking. They know I joke. Uh, yeah, before we wrap things up, I want to thank our Patreon uh, subscribers. This week, Monkey Magic. Oh, who just emailed us? Or, or, or mess, messages on Discord um, has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon. Uh, helps us support, put on the show. Um, 
Yeah, awesome. We appreciate that a lot. Means Thanks, Monkey, do, Monkey Magic. We can do other content for people as well. We um, we got to get to do together and do the the Prey podcast. It's going to be interesting because I'm flying to Germany next week. All right, <laughs> fair enough. What's in Germany? Uh, a I don't think I can say. All right, that's fair enough. Um, <laughs> so I was like, it's not Gamescom. That's a bit strange. No, no, it's way too early for that. It's like a one game thing. Yeah, I will figure it out. We'll, we'll sort something out. I think Nate's we, away as well at the moment, isn't he? He is. He's in LA right now. Yeah, and he hasn't been able to finish Prey because of a bug. Yes. Um, so I don't know. We'll get to it at some stage. Hopefully by then a lot of people have finished it and it should be a good podcast. Yes. Um, so yeah, thanks to Mug- Monkey Magic for jumping on board on our, our monthly donation. Um, and everybody else as well. Appreciate yeah. the help and support. I, I actually... On the weekend, I renewed our domain, so hey. got us for another year at least. Bing bang, yeah, go us. <laughs> that'll be, that'll be ten years, won't it? Uh, I think we're going into our ninth, or oh, okay, yeah, something like that. It's pretty close, ridiculous. It's a lot. It's a, lot. It's a stupid amount. Redonks. Perfect, excellent. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, under the Gap or the Gear Podcast. You can also rate and review us. It helps other people find the show. You can email us, like Andy did, um, mm-hmm. at the, uh, the the email address is thegapodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash thegapodcast, twitter.com slash thegapodcast, or our website is um, the gapodcast.com it's got all the links on there including our patreon link which i didn't say before which is patreon.com slash gapodcast but if you forget that you can just go to our website it's all up there i've renewed it it'll be there by the time you check next week or, or tomorrow shit this is coming out tomorrow oh man unless you're on patreon then it'll be out in about an hour <laughs> half an hour because oh, we're nearly finished um unfortunately we had busy weeks so we couldn't get this out sooner um so yeah uh, but jump on our Discord channel as well. The the link for that is on our our, our our page. We've got a lot of people in there at the moment. Let me check. We've got two people in there for some reason. It's a bit bit underwhelming. Good one, Luke. Yeah. Last Good night stuff. there was like two squads going. Yeah, I know. I and I, I I couldn't fit into any of them. Taking the night off, I guess. How disappointing is that? My own fucking Discord channel. And I can't play with anybody. I think you were taking up a spot. That was, I should have just kicked you out. Should have. Yeah. Bit shit. Um, anyway, jump on there. We have a good time playing with a lot of different people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Have you got anything happening on the internet? You said you got IGN. Do I ever? Stuff going, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> some been a fucking busy weekend for me. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got like hit up by IGN to put together like a an esports sort of calendar site for them. So that what they want is like it's like lo- like local games and stuff. But basically, uh, what what I've done is I've gone through and I've compiled a calendar with dates and where available times, so you can watch fucking esports that are happening in australia and a handful of the bigger ones that are are happening all over over the world so uh at the moment i guess uh msi the mid-season invitational for league of legends i've got links up for that Mm -hmm. but uh, we've also got like stuff for 
um, I guess, like the ESL Australia um, championships yeah. that are occurring next weekend and stuff like that. Like just all these links so you can go and watch esports that are happening in Australia uh, when they happen, which is, uh, I, I thought, like, I, I really like the idea because it's, I've, I guess for me, it's always been about like propping up esports. I want more people to get into esports. I think there's a really good, uh, simple way to, to get people into it because it's a way to really, uh, I don't know, just enable. It just enables people to do it at their own rates. It's not like showing it in any, anyone's face or anything like that. You just go there, see a fucking, you know, League of Legends game is happening. The fucking Hearthstone Australia is playing in the global games for Hearthstone, uh, and you watch it, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is really cool. Uh, it's yeah, it's been a fucking shitload of work, and like as it is now, it's still only like it's a work in progress. Uh, so it's like I'm constantly keeping it updated and stuff like that, and there's some fucking really interesting like fuck arounds with the cms hmm. that i have to do to make things happen but yeah i don't know i'm really proud of it so is that something that's going to turn into more of not just the calendar but new stuff as well or uh talk about <laughs> at this point I, I don't think it will I, at this point it looks like it'll probably just be what it is uh, i don't know if i like, i don't know why like I don't know what IGN wants to do in a general like sense, but I just get the feeling that uh, it's not necessarily a space that they want to be operating in. Yeah, uh, like they they don't want to be operating in the news of esports. I think they're uh, we've got some like articles about esports related stuff, and I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more along the same sense that like Red Bull. Yeah, the way I, I do things on Red Bull, where it's more about like features than it is about news. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know what fucking you know IGN might want to do news about esports. I don't fucking know. Nobody tells me nothing. They told me to do a calendar, but yeah, I just got the sense that it wasn't that wasn't a space that they were trying to move into. Uh, and the calendar is yeah something that works in the ways that they're trying to operate. But yeah. It's pretty cool. I don't know. I'm happy with it. I'm proud of it too because it was a, yeah, genuinely a fucking shit ton of work and it's a mad pain in the dick to make happen and it continues to be a pain in the dick but it works and I think it's really cool. So, yeah. There's that. Cool. And you, you can go to Red Bull Esports and read my wrap up, uh, my interview with Bonchan, my interview with Daigo. I talked to like some other people. I talked to like there's a rando dude, a friendly tree who um who wound up like getting Daigo in his fucking pool match, yeah. like his first pool match. Hmm. And so I, I had a chat with him about what it was like playing against, you know one of the greatest Street Fighter players of all time in a fucking pool match. And uh, he was really cool about it. Like, a lot of the other guys didn't want to talk to me. Uh, like, the people who talk- played him didn't want to talk to me, but this dude was about it, which I thought was really cool. And, yeah. Nice. That's about it. So, uh, yeah, it's a good interview. Some good coverage up on Rebel Esports. And, yeah, 
this IGN thing. So, yeah. nice. No reviews anywhere? No, I haven't had time. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Um, for me, uh, Survivor.com. Go to that. I wrote some stuff last week I think, on, on IEM. Um, oh, yeah. I think that went up before the last podcast, so I just talked about it. Uh, yeah, nothing exciting. Just that. I got a few cool. other things coming up in the next week or so, but I'll talk about them later. So, sweet. Twitter.com slash Luke Laurie for me if you want to find me on the internet. Uh, Job's on there. Uh, Joby Jojo. Cool. And if you want to go see my IGN site, uh, the esports calendar, go to IG- AU, sorry, au.ign.com slash events slash esports though i think if you just go ign.com slash events slash esports should just take you there let's just test that yes it does it'll just take you if you're in australia it'll take you to the au bit itself uh but yeah it is australian centric i should point out for our international listeners so if you don't give a fuck about aussie uh esports it's might not have all that much for you you got dota stuff on there it's just a big blank hole uh, uh, I put in. I I specifically went out and I found uh, the Manila Masters, obviously, uh, coming up, and I put them in. And my justification was uh, there are two Aussie players. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, you can ride that wave for another couple of years, uh, right? I, I got this. It's fine. I'll work it out. As long as OG or fucking newbie are playing, we'll be fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're in it. We're not actually. It's not actually here. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Cool. Sounds uh, sounds fun. That's that's a show. That's it right there. Tight. Yep. Um, next week, we'll, I guess we'll talk about it afterwards, but we'll figure out what we're going to do next week if you're away. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Uh, but any, otherwise, thanks for listening, everyone. See ya. See you whenever we do it. Bye. Bye.